Welcome everyone to the Sickos Hoonie podcast. This is our podcast for, I think it's March 12th, 2023. Got that right. I think we're all in the this same is day for once. I, I am in the Eastern time zone, so I'm a little exhausted because then you add the extra fucking time hour of like, it's been a rough one the, for me guys in the last 48 hours. You did the double, you did the double spring forward. It was not just, great. The time hour as opposed to any other kind of hour. God damn it. Don't. <laughs> Don't leave me right now. <laughs> the power hour. Welcome to the correct time zone, by the way. How do you people do this? This is awful. <laughs> this time zone is, is fucking awful, guys. I hate the Eastern time zone so much. I go visit family <laughs> in Florida. I'm just like, God, I hate this time zone so much. Give <laughs> oh me back to Central, please. <laughs> I'm so tired all the time. Why is it so bad? Yeah, I mean, it is inherently exhausting, but so is existence. So it's fine. So is it, yeah, thank you. This is valid. Good. The Nihilist Committee podcast is on a fucking roll tonight. <laughs> is this, this is March Molays. <laughs> this, this is what Spring. By the way, sorry if about. sorry if I'm quiet. I'm live tweeting the NIT bracket reveal. Oh, you're Very fine. That's, so with Very me tonight, important. as always, I'm Jordan. I am VP of. I'm drinking alcohol. I'm drinking booze in the Appalachians, and I love it. That's my VPness tonight. Tonight we've got Kevin, Kamish, Pit Girl. Andrew, maybe Beth. It's a big day because, guys, it's bracket. It's bracket Sunday selection Sunday. Secretive <laughs> Sunday. Sunday. Oh my it? god, he's on fire already. Gonna love this one. <laughs> What's he throwing money in the air? Yeah, he's throwing money in the air. <laughs> he's making it rain on a podcast. Guys, I'm on vacation. I'm in a cabin in the middle of nowhere. I'm I am three sheets to the wind. We're gonna do a great job tonight. Go team, go! We're great. <laughs> do you know what three sheets? But does that phrase? Do you, we know that phrase? Three sheets to to the wind. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I don't know. I'm just. I don't know. Oh, see, I thought you were gonna like go into the etymology of that phrase for us, but no, just check. I don't it have the etymology for that phrase. I should. Damn. I'll add it. Jordan. Hey, Jordan. Cut here in the edit. Okay. <laughs> uh, so first off. I'm glad we have people here tonight because we have to have a discussion about what an island is and isn't. <laughs> because so this was serious. Okay, I'm prepared. Let's go. Let's <laughs> no, I have, I, have, I have thoughts on this. I have thoughts too. <laughs> that is sand. At low tide, there is land connecting. Okay, rewind. Corpus Christi A&M. Congratulations, you won the Southland Conference. It's great. Their mascot is the Islanders. <laughs> First off, the our new Islander mascot looks like freshman year of Willie Wave from Pepperdine. Gee, I'm happy to go to college and life is great. And then like Willie Wave is like fifth year at Pepperdine, just like wearing sandals and smelling of cheap weed for the most part, I'm guessing. <laughs> and that's well, a Malibu. He's probably smoking good stuff. Oh, that's right. That's true. Yeah, he don't want to smoke this cheap shit in Malibu. No, sorry, no sway. But Corpus Christi A&M, they call themselves the Islanders. And I made the joke, what island? They're not on an island. And Kamish feels otherwise. I I disagree. And, um, you know, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick up for Corpus Christi, the Islanders here. There, there's multiple things I'm going to lay out in my case that the Corpus Christi Islanders, there's multiple islands in the Corpus Christi area. So I'm going to lay out the case that their campus is on an island and uh, there are multiple islands around the area and 
you know, I guess everybody else is going to take a side here at this point. You're gonna have but to. But I, I will be, I will, I will be taking the side of uh, their mascot is appropriate. I will give them credit for the Islanders mascot based off of this information I have here. Yeah. So we can pull up the picture. We have it in the show notes here. This is very passionate. We're going to argue about uh, topography and geography and low tides and shit. Yeah, we are. I love it. Uh, let's go. In this now, essay, I will. <laughs> in this essay, I will. Thank you for coming for my TED Talk about Corpus Christi Annum. The campus itself is on something that is called Ward Island. So I've linked the island wiki in here. It says Ward Island. On the thing, it says more correctly referred to as a peninsula, but I completely disagree with this. <laughs> All right? I don't, I don't care it what says, you fucking disagree with. I'm talking about right. facts. All right. I, I have a picture in here. If you look at Ocean Drive of Ward Island, there is a cut in there in the inlet on Ocean Drive. So it is completely separate. When you pull it up on Google itself and you type in Ward Island, there's an actual outline to the island in red. This this swamp, whatever you want to call it, it's not land. <laughs> and then there's water running when there's normal tides in this here. Also, Corpus Christi. Let's go. There's plenty of islands in the area. So you want to give me credit for Ward Island or not? I don't care. Whatever. I got four more. I got Padre Island. I got Mustang Island. I got San Jose Island. And I got Matagorda Island. There's a lot of islands around here. A lot of islands. Seriously. Right that's at least four if you don't give credit. Four should be enough to be the Islanders mascot. They're all within like 30 minutes of camping. So I feel like the mascot is appropriate for that. And, and that is that is my side of things. And we can debate how ridiculous this is later. But that is my side of things. I'm, I'm just saying that there is land most of the time connecting the mainland to Ward Peninsula. It has a cut. <laughs> there is a bay cut. There I believe cut. that. But it is it attached to land touch. most of the time. It doesn't touch. There's a bridge. There's a bridge on Ocean Drive. It, there's a cut. Okay, just because there's a bridge there underneath. doesn't mean it's not an island. I'm, I'm just saying, like, look like look at the Wikipedia picture and you can see that it's it's land. I, I've laid out these pictures here. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, you can see the Ocean Drive. There's the cut. There it is. But that first look at the first picture. Okay, no, never mind. Time out. That's that's because it's a high tide. Let me find you a low tide picture. I don't want to save this. Come on, Wikipedia. Don't make me save this. <laughs> Copy image. I'm I just want to throw it back to an episode of this podcast that was quite a while ago and argue that this is Texas's Peñon de Velez de la Gomera. I'll I'll sure. take that. <laughs> look, at, look at the picture I posted in the Discord. That's land. <laughs> that is land. Look, there's a cut. There's a cut. Zoom in. There was a cut. There's a cut. I, I'm there was a cut. There's a cut. Over over land though. No. <laughs> it's a it's a swampy marsh area. It's not like land. You That's can't like stand land. on it. You of no, all people should water. know that that's still land. Most there's of Louisiana water. wouldn't be land if swamps didn't count. <laughs> what would Florida map look like if water. swamps didn't count? <laughs> Pit Girl, is the example you put considered an island? It is. Wikipedia says it is, quote, a t 
Tide Island. It is also the world's shortest international land border, which is why we've talked about it on this podcast before. Yeah, I, rec- I remember this. I remember this. I don't know. I'm with Kamish. I'm with Kamish that there's a cutout. Okay. I'm, so, okay. I'm, I'm okay. giving credit. Fine. It's fine. Kevin, where are you yeah, on I mean... <laughs> um, I, I understand that you have to choose. Trying there to is find... no fucking mealy-mouthing this, by the way. <laughs> I'm currently trying to find a picture of Mont Saint Michel that supports my claims, but because <laughs> I I'm firmly in the tidal island of part-time island islandude. Um, Welcome to Sicko's geography, <laughs> Pig Girl. Tell me you're with me on this. I I am with you on this. This is not an island. This is more of an island than Rhode Island. No, Rhode Island itself is not is an island. island. Hmm? Like Rhode, there is Rhode Island. That is a national. There island. are islands, but most of Rhode Island is not an island. Oh, that's, it is that's misleading. That, 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 that used to be Rhode Island and Providence. Yeah, <laughs> they fixed that. Did they fixed that. <laughs> They're they such a crazy. They changed the state. The camera they're using they using the right? NIT committee chair. I think they did so legally grainy. rename the state. Yes. <laughs> Well, I, I, I think that this is something that's going to cause a lot of problems when we bring it up. I assume that at the next Sicko's Christmas party, this will be what we end up throwing things over. You have to separate me and Kamish. We just are going to fight each other. I, I'm continuing the post images of showing water there. <laughs> look I, at that water. Look at, oh, look at that. Look at that land bridge I see. <laughs> Ever since I've taken the mission pledge to heart, <laughs> and I talk about two peninsulas joined by a bridge of steel, and that really speaks to me. And this is what I'm okay. seeing here: peninsulas joined. <laughs> You're referring this back to Michigan. This, this is basically our Michigan, yeah. Okay, right. Corpus Christi, the Michigan of Texas. Do you guys know anything about Corpus Christi? Like, it's a city, like, of not quite half a million, maybe more, no more than half a million, probably. It's a big Texas city. Do you guys know anything about it? No. I do. I've been many times, and that's why I want to give it credit. The population is 317,000. Wow, it's way smaller than I thought it was. In my mind, going to Corpus was like, I'm going to the big city of Corpus. I mean, 317,000 is big. Like, Yeah, yeah. The only thing I can really say with confidence is that that's where Whataburger was invented. Nope. <laughs> the first Whataburger is there, and their yes. uh, minor league baseball team has some great fucking promos. They do. So are they the are flying chunklas? No, that was San Antonio. Antonio. Okay, they were the uh, chicken biscuits oh. for a while. Oh, that's also good. Yes. So Beth I'm glad everyone she's secret that one on. So check if she's lurking in the wings here. Ooh, sneaky Beth. <laughs> she also says hi in the text chat. Hi Beth. Hi Beth. <laughs> Hey, Hi. Beth shows us. Hey. There we go. I see lights. <laughs> Guess who's got power? <laughs> okay, so uh, we're going to be a little basketball heavy today just because of the nature of today. It is Selection Sunday. Bum, 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 bum. And I, we're going to talk a little about sort of what we've seen in the basketball tournaments. Uh, we've seen the Michigan shirt. It's in the Discord. It's in the uh, show notes. Look at the Michigan, uh, sorry, Michigan, Memphis shirt. <laughs> Same thing. Leave it in. Memphis are Tigers, <laughs> Michigan's are Wolverines. That's basically the same thing, right? Did you see, uh, Andrew, did you see the old Michigan Wolverine I posted in the Discord a couple days ago from like the 81 Cotton Bowl? No. It I was it was very much the old like blue rat version, like the very scared possum Wolverine. Oh, God. 
the classic logo. Here, I'll put the, the classic GIF. Oh, this is wonderful. This is the three wolf moon of basketball yes. shirts. <laughs> yes, this, this. this Memphis shirt is absolutely brilliant. The question I have about this shirt is why is it a polo with a collar? <laughs> this is a three wolf moon tiger polo. Business casual. Is that a blep or a molest? <laughs> that is a blep. <laughs> it is blepping, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It absolutely is. Horrible. This is a polo, so you can wear it to work during March Madness, I guess. But, but you've got to pop the <laughs> collar. Everybody will know you love Memphis. So, for, wait, wait, younger folks on this podcast, did, did you were you in college during the pop the collar like thing? No. Your friends did not pop collars? <laughs> that was a thing. I have never seen pop collars. Do you are want like to know what grade I was in in 2007? No, God, don't do, don't do that to me, please. <laughs> I was getting married. What were you up to, Jordan? <laughs> Grad school. For the record, I was in middle school in 2007. Where did you pop your collar? Oh, God. No. You were not a collar commissioner? No, you a, I was commission, like a were you a collar in 2007. No, I, I never I never popped collars. No, no, thank you. Beth, you did, right? I did, yes. Thank you. <laughs> but, like, this is this is the perfect kind of, like, you wear the... The tiger shirt, the blue shirt, and you pop the collar. Wear, wear a different colored one underneath it and pop both collars. Exactly. I saw I one up to like five, six, or seven versions of like the collar popped. It looked like a, a presentation. I thought you were going to say five, six, or seven XL. You, you're approaching like Victorian England frills at that point. <laughs> the, the judges' collars. Bring a Queen <laughs> Elizabeth Return. Rock, but collar pops. Yes. Actually, return yeah, absolutely. it. By the way, that polo would look swell with a cravat. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm not going to show it right now, but earlier this evening, my friend and I were looking at Rowing Blazers, my favorite preppy clothes site, and they have some beautiful rugby, crop rugby shirts for the ladies. So you get the full sleeves, the white collar, but it only comes up to like right there. Yep. Because that's what yep. you want. Oh, like the half a hoodie that I wore whenever Pit Girl and I went out to the yes. neck. Okay. There you go. The half a hoodie was great, even if it did have a West Virginia logo on it. Hey, listen, we all make choices. You wore a Pit I logo did. and they still served both of us, which honestly in Penn State country is surprising. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess this whole episode is bubba bubba basketball for the most part. So we will cut my music here. Bubba 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 basketball. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Basketball, it's Sunday, and they picked the team. So we have championship week stuff. Uh, did Was anyone up by the time the Big West game was over? No, that ended earlier. It was the, it was the Pac-12 game that ended so fucking late. Kevin, did you watch your beloved UCLA Bruins get just absolutely <laughs> snuck out by Arizona? Uh, I'm not sure why I'm being connected to UCLA Sorry, right now. Sorry, I meant Andrew. I was, I was like, Kevin, my bad. <laughs> No, I had crazy travel stuff, so I watched the it with no commercials, which was definitely preferable, and got ten hours of sleep and not seven, and uh, didn't have to suffer the anguish of seeing them lose. Who were who were the announcers? Because they were having a fucking time. Oh, it's Bill Walton. It's always Bill, Bill Walton. Walton. Okay, 
I, I, I Amazing, don't know enough really. about announcers, but like they were ready to tape his mouth shut because he, he kept being like, I don't know what kinesiology tape is and just kept talking. They were ready to tape his fucking mouth shut. Oh, put, I mean, I'm this put, is the Bill Walton experience. It's what I, it's what we love about him. It sounded like he was either drunk Although or high and just tape. rambling about things. Yeah, she was mm-hmm. both. That is par for the course. Accurate. <laughs> yeah, I think there was one point where he was talking about uh, they were doing some pizza relays as like a contest on the court itself. And then he was talking about one of the trainers, like like immediately after this, like just completely immediately after this, talking about one of the trainers walking across the court, looking for blood on the court. Um, and then he went seamlessly into highlights of like UCLA's player <laughs> making shots. It was it's amazing. I need to find the audio. I, I tweeted. I think I tweeted it yesterday. It was just absolutely like phenomenal. <laughs> Maybe we can get the audio in here. Hold on. Uh, were there any, uh, uh, Andrew, were there any really big upsets in finals in these last two days? There really weren't any bid thieves. There were some great runs by lower seeds in tournaments. We got to shout out the Maris Red Foxes yeah. who made it all the way to the final, but unfortunately lost to Iona. And uh, Ohio State actually made it from their first round of the Big Ten tournament all the way to the semifinal. Yeah, other than that, there, I mean, in the women's side, there were a couple of bid thieves and there were some five and four seeds that won, but nothing crazy that really shaped how the bubble went. Happened. So there was, I, I got to give a shout out to uh, Texas Southern uh, yeah. in the yeah, SWAC. It. It, it was, they were amazing. They were 11 and 20 coming into the SWAC tournament. They were the eighth seed. So they had to play the one seed, Alcorn State. They defeated them. I, I couldn't remember who they beat in the semis, but they beat them. And then they played Grambling State in the final, uh, the SWAC final. And I watched the entire game for that one. Yeah. It, w- it was absolutely amazing. Like they, they went out to like, I don't know. It was like like 15 to 2 lead on Grambling State, which which I was rooting for Grambling because they've never made the tournament right, before. Right, right, right. I was really rooting they for them. They were good this year. And they were good. And it's just like for some odd reason – it was just like Texas Southern cannot be defeated in the SWAC tourney. That's their third straight bid. And they are the team with the most losses, I think, ever, all time, making the NCAA tournament uh, with 20 losses. They've made the tournament. Uh, they get they get a trip. Yes. They get a trip to scenic Dayton. Yeah. That's where you're going to say that for again. Troubles, they, they, get, they get to go to Dayton. And I think they're playing. Are they playing SEMO? Yeah, Southeast Missouri State. Is the other one playing, is. Are they playing Fairleigh Dickinson? No, or they're playing Corpus Christi A&M. Yeah, because Simo plays Corpus Christi. Okay, okay I got, yep. I got them confused. Oh, don't bring that up again. We already talked about that. Bring again. Hey, Beth is here. Let's talk about an island. Is this an island? Or no? <laughs> <laughs> look, look, guys, I, 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 I can't. I'm not willing. To, I love all of you. I'm not willing to be in ge- geographical descriptions to 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 curry favor. I'm just saying that. Some of us have what he meant is what I'm saying. What he meant what he <laughs> meant by Monster Island, it was actually a peninsula. It was. Uh yeah. Scooby Doo didn't go to fucking Monster Island. Scooby Doo went to Monster Peninsula. I just put in I just put in the Bill Walton audio of him talking about pizza relays, blood on the court, and UCLA basketball. If you want to play it, you're you're welcome. It is in there. Uh, yeah, here, let me let me load it up. You should play it. That so it's connected by a yes. land bridge? Is that it a causeway? Is, a causeway? There's a gap over in the land. bridge and most there's the, water. It is mostly land. It's mostly land. 
So, it, and where's it going? Is that an isthmus? It's, it's an island. It's a no. It's a peninsula. Don't, don't. You can't. You can't give her that word <laughs> to, to prompt her for it. It's. It's. It was originally called Island A. I've looked up in this history. Yeah, but you're in the United States where we call tomatoes vegetables. Nothing. Yeah, means words. Anything. Yeah, there you go. Words aren't real. As as Pickerel always reminds me. <laughs> That's true. Words are socially constructed, just like everything else. Eat Arby's. <clears throat> yeah. As a person who has a degree in words, I could not agree with this more. Here we go. And they won the pizza relay contest here while Justin Kukowski, the eternal trainer for all of us, is out there working with Tony Padilla to find <laughs> all the blood and get it off their blood, sweat, and tears. The T-Mobile across the way, MGM Grand Garden. Jimmy Buffett is underway, and Jaime Hawkins is drilling jumpers, blocking shots, teasing <laughs> the big guys. A giant. A yeah. giant, yeah. <laughs> I really enjoy the random invocation of Jimmy Buffett in the middle yeah, of that. <laughs> I forgot about the Jimmy Buffett part. But it's Bill know. Walton, what do you expect? Bill Walton is living a large part of his of his life in island time, uh, and I think we need to support he is, that. He is in Margaritaville every day of his life. <laughs> in fact, I would argue that Margaritaville is not it's not just a retail location or wherever Jimmy Buffett is. It is, in fact, wherever Bill Walton thinks he is. <laughs> yes. Co-signed. I, I again, like I don't watch enough basketball to know these group, these like announcers, and so I picked this up. I was watching it last night and going like, "Oh my god, this sounds like someone who's really, really drunk and someone who's just the annoyed drunk babysitter friend." Yes, that is every broadcast with Bill Walton. He's it's just like that. And they let him. They let him host the Pac-12 final. <laughs> sure. Okay. After I just dark doubled comes the. Uh... He's been doing this long enough that he's venerable at this point. Oh, like like a like like becoming a saint. He's the venerable, then the blessed. Oh, let, let me get let me get working on that one. Imagine that like Lou Holtz took a hardcore hippie, <laughs> and that's kind of what we have <laughs> here. Yeah, basically. If if like, Lou Holtz I, just like, smoked a fuck ton of pot, he'd be very just like completely clear to understand, right? Yeah, there's some <laughs> oh, yeah. very Lee Corso energy about this. That's okay. Oh, that's yes, I definitely that's a, that's a better comparison. Yeah, he's tie dyed Lee Corso. <laughs> Guys, we have, break, we have breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Detroit Mercy is not in the CBI. No, oh, oh, oh come on, guys. That's not so CB incredible. No, it's really not. Duquesne is in it though. Woo! <laughs> they're, Woo, they're playing rice. Yeah. <laughs> Don't lose to food, Dukes. <laughs> Wait. Hey, Dukes with rice is also theoretically food. I would not eat it, but it is theoretically food. I don't like mayo, so. Well, you have a year to get you have you have a year ish to get used to it. The idea of mayo before I before we do mayo nog next year. No, no. Someone on some, one, of, one of my one of my friends on my my personal account did mayo nog this year. <sighs> My my life is flashing before my eyes in a way that is real uncomfortable. So, so my friend Courtney is is went to South Carolina is a Georgia fan though, from historically, and uh, she had not been keeping up with bowl games as of recently. She sort of opted out of this sport for a while, and then I told her about the Mayo Dump, <laughs> and and you said what was it? It was a visceral. Yeah, I like my gag reflex was actually activated as I was like engaging with the thought of mayonnaise being dumped on me. Yeah. 
And I, I was explaining that it is a it is a celebrated thing in our community. This is a <laughs> it's a cultural We're putting event. The viscera in yeah. visceral. Yeah, putting the viscera in visceral is absolutely correct. Can't wait for future anthropologists to like dissect the meaning and significance of the mayo dump. What? Why was this person of such high of such high regard in this community? Why did they take the oil and egg mix and pour it upon thy head? I just, I want them to be like, so this was sort of their step up from human sacrifice. They they went to this system Yeah, because, because when you get far enough away in anthropology, it's always like, oh yeah, these cultures were very similar within 3,000 years. And so you can go like, oh yes, in this 3,000 years, the the human species went from human sacrifice to mayo dumping. It's just a semiotic system, you know. When civilization collapses, we have to make sure that this survives. Like, we need to be chiseling this on tablets right this now. This and the don't touch the nuclear waste are the things that have to survive. Yes. There is nothing of value here. <laughs> what, is, what is here is disgusting to us. <laughs> we can just put them in the Bass Pro Shops pyramid and they'll survive. <laughs> uh, Southern Utah State and the women's tournament? Yeah, did y'all see this shot? She yes. just threw it up. It was awesome. You should all watch it right now. It was, nice. live it was amazing. Are they going on? Yeah, they won. This was to win the championship. Amazing. So Utah State for well, women. They, it was the they get you on in the championship. They're wait, which conference is Utah State in? No, Southern Utah. Sorry, they're in. This is uh, the WAC quarterfinal, but they won the whole thing. Okay, awesome. Today, championship games. Uh, how is how did Dayton go today? They were winning at the half. They were winning, they win and then. The then they, they, what did they miss? Like 15 straight shots? Ouch. 15 straight shots. Yeah. So as I said, my dad was a Dayton alum. Oh, no. And is, and he was he okay? just like, what? He, he was like, this is, we you know, we did the two-lane text, but so I'm getting text for Dayton now in March Madness. So yeah. this is great. So he sends me a text. It is like, no TV for Dayton. I'm like, what? <laughs> I respond. I was like, it, it says it's on CBS, like, like main CBS. And he goes, I'll look again. <laughs> Thanks. Then he responds, yes, wow. <laughs> it's on CVS. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And so I respond back to him, big network, baby. And then he goes, watching intently. And then he goes, VCU tough. Flyers tried. Oh, well. <laughs> that was it. And then I responded, NIT. Yes. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> like absolutely <laughs> that's just precious great. that's i mean you know that's the father-son bonding we have right there it's amazing you should text them that they're not in the nit oh my god are they in the cbi he's gonna no they're not in the cbi what oh poor dayton okay what was the question beth sorry yeah sorry Beth. how much western pennsylvania has creeped into your dad's speech I, I I really never like noticed his accent, if at any. Okay. Because um, his path in life is is very unique, so this is why my fandom is 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 quite strange. So he grew up in Pittsburgh, um, and then he went to Dayton for college. Uh, then he I think he moved back to Pittsburgh, but then moved to Miami. Uh, okay. So he's in Miami, and that's where he met my mom. And then after they got married uh, a few years later, they moved to New Orleans. Uh, and that's where I was born and raised. So uh, the fandoms are all over the place for, for the commission. Okay. I was just curious how many syllables Flyers has. <laughs> Flurriers. Flurriers. 
No, it's just yeah. Flyers. I was flyers. going the other direction. Flyers. 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 It it rhymes. Yeah, with not flowers. to be confused with flowers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does, does the word Washington have an R in it? Is it Warsh? Because that's Washington. Be. Washington. Yeah. It yeah. usually has Washington. more than one. No, because yeah. there's one in the last syllable too. Washington. Yeah, I only know that one from Lee Corso, Washington. <laughs> okay, so we have them. Purdue nearly fucked it all up today. Yeah, Penn State uh, was down 11, but they almost came back and won. And oh. uh, the guy traveled on the inbounds when they were down two, going for a three. So what was Penn State's seed in the tournament? Not great. It was low. They were a 10 seed. Okay, so it was 10v1. Okay, that's... Yeah, and now Penn State's a 10 seed also in the NCAA tournament. And if yeah. they lose, and we could get a Texas-Texas A&M second round game, which, you know, they're not rivals, so... <laughs> from your from your mouth to God's ears, please. Let's have... Take one for the team. And uh, they, very, they very clearly make the brackets yesterday night because Houston lost by 10 and was still the second overall team. Yeah. I mean, they they only have three losses on the season, but like it had no impact. So they clearly do not make the brackets in the 15 minutes between the game ending and the reveal of the bracket. I mean, so they, they, I think we all knew that already. They said that they made the, the brackets last night, and they were just they had like multiple options for today. I don't know that any of the options yeah. involved. You know, Memphis winning by 10 though. No, probably not. The only sad thing is. Uh, Pour one out for Rutgers. Big F's in the chat. They did not make it, and neither did Clemson. And they both had very good years. Uh, less less so because the ACC was bad, probably for Clemson. And Rutgers did not play well down the stretch. However, I thought that they both deserved to be in. So, committee, get your shit together. This anti-Italian discrimination, et cetera. I just and, wanna, uh, I want everybody to really act like an upset Italian right now. And just make like your, your your most upset Italian noises on behalf Whoa, of. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Oh, 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 please oh. note, listener, because podcasting is, as always, a visual medium. That we also all did the hand thing. Of course, you have. That <laughs> also what is what a Mets game sounds like, by the way. <laughs> when I found out that the Italian national baseball team had an espresso machine in the dugout. Maybe my favorite. Oh, that was magnificent. <laughs> it was definitely a bit, and then they were like, "Actually, you know, that sounds nice." Yeah, you you and, have time between innings. I and, respect this. And as as an as an older gentleman who has some digestive issues, I know that nothing is more efficient than a pitch clock than taking a double shot of espresso, and then I'm really on a timer. <laughs> so you know what? I don't need a pitch clock. I'm just trying to get out of the inning because I have things going on. <laughs> you also need a John next to the yeah. And so uh, I, whoever whoever made the frog horns thing, I love you. It's so oh, good. That was, that, that was me. I I did the frog horns. Um, yeah, because someone I, uh, had a Freudian slip or something. And there were a number of like wild horns. things said during. The was, yeah, Greg Gumble. Greg Gumble was not doing very well. well no, no, no. That, that was. Let, let's get this correct. That was Clark, Clark Kellogg. Kellogg. Yeah, and he's like, I I really I really like. Uh, the the Texas Froghorns to go all the way. I I had to take one of the beveled you know things that we had for the TCU, um, and then I put like the the Froghorn uh, behind it just to you know <laughs> just to really really get that out there. Um, so thank you so much for that, Clark Kellogg. Uh, I, I appreciate that Freudian slip of the Texas Froghorns. Amazing. I can't decide if I am looking forward to Frog Horns Down <laughs> or if I am looking forward to a million Froghorn Leghorn <laughs> images. 
I'm trying to make. We're a gonna hint. have to the, create it, the sound it, of a frog. Podcast is a visual medium. For the last like t- two minutes, I've been trying to make a frog <laughs> longhorn hand. Oh, yeah. I noticed you and, doing and, it, and, and it I started doing like, the same like, thing. Like I lost <laughs> control of my fucking abilities in my fingers. <laughs> right, right. I, I look like I have like I have. It doesn't really work. Like, nerve issues. <laughs> that looks like my bow hold in class strings. <laughs> Real smooth motion. Light time. I just want to. <laughs> I want to jump back to like weird things that were said during the selection show and I didn't yeah. even watch cool. the whole selection show because like after Pitt got picked I was like all right cool I'm gonna go make dinner yeah. um hey Pitt um yeah, hey, but Pitt. they they uh like misspoke and were like yeah Houston won the Horizon League today <laughs> yeah he had skipped the next line because the next team was Northern Kentucky and then someone had to tell him what conference Houston was in <laughs> Okay, but that's a very liquid thing anyways. Who knows where Houston is currently? Okay, but... Oh, crap. I should really look up to see if West Virginia made the tournament. One moment. They they did. They did. They're a nine seed. Oh, hey! Guess what? They get to play Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. Oh, damn. There's some some sickos matchups. I I really love the Auburn-Iowa 8-9 matchup. That is... (laughs) Auburn-Iowa is is excellent. Yeah, that's... that's Bruce Pearl and Fran... The coach of Iowa. Oh let my them, God! What? Let them I, fight to, in the center. Oh my God! Like I to be a referee in that game. <laughs> Jesus Christ! My, kind of my favorite one might be in Dayton. So that's fun. The eight nine yeah. matchups are top to bottom, just fantastic for us. We have the Burt Bowl, Arkansas, Illinois, <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a Memphis divided. FAU. A bird divided cannot stand because a bird divided cannot stand because I have a weird center of we gravity. That now <laughs> we're gonna have to make like a house divided with Bert imposed on the top. I'm gonna make that. Oh, I will tomorrow morning. Or I'll do, I'll do like, like, like cut him like like midline and uh, <laughs> color him different colors. Oh, geez. perfect! All right, beautiful, perfect. Definitely. Ber- perfect. My favorite is uh yeah perfect. My favorite is. Uh, Michigan State's playing U- USC in Columbus, Ohio at 12.15 local time. So it's 9.15 a.m. for USC. Oh, body clock It's time. a conference game. That's a future conference that game right there. Yes, and it is a future conference game. <laughs> From sea Amazing. to shining sea. All right. So let's let's actually go with uh, our our Sicko's college basketball final poll. Um, the, the, the Sicko 68, the field of Sicko 68. So we don't have it fully broken down, but we can give you all a couple of top seeds for sure, uh, here. And I, again, just want to thank Kevin for doing his recreational spreadsheeting. Uh, Kevin is a, a whiz at, at the spreadsheeting and we definitely do appreciate him doing this all the time. And, um, you know, we just don't want to tax him too much. Uh, with this, but we appreciate him taking the spare time to uh, gather all this information and all the votes. We had a lot, a lot of votes. I, um, I, I really know because I accidentally left the email settings on that every time somebody submitted a ballot, I got an email <laughs> to my personal account. Um, so mistake on my part for sure. So I got a lot of emails, and if it was Jordan getting these emails, it, it wouldn't have made a difference. No, because I wouldn't. Oh wait, you wouldn't check. By the so, way, oh no, with my friend oh, tonight. I opened up my, my Safari tabs. I had drum roll. Oh, it was 483. It's now up to 487. So I'm at 487 oh now. Oh my God. And, <laughs> and, and y'all, she wasn't very nice about it. She was like, this is disgusting to me. She is correct. 
Yes, She's we right. agree. Well, y'all are everyone's fucking wrong. My tabs are great. I crossed four hundred today. You have broken me. <laughs> so, how many of those four hundred and eighty-seven tabs are Ward Island? Because I'm sure it's in there more than once at this point. So she made me scroll back through and be it's like, actually all four eighty-seven of them. And, the, and I, I randomly picked a tab, and it happened to be the Jacksonville State North Alabama game recap. From like mid October, <laughs> they played in a baseball stadium. <laughs> so that's the only thing I have open. This is our sickos library that's, of Alexandria. That's just the kind of life you're <laughs> living, huh? That's just how I live life. And this is what an unexamined life looks like. Let's be real honest here. Okay, so yeah, let's go through our uh, our our at least our top twenty five or bracket, Kamesh. Yeah, let's let's do it. Um, you know, the top four seeds we have. You know, the, the number one seed is 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 pretty much not nearly in doubt at all uh it is your louisville cardinals the number one seed never in doubt they had let's see here i don't even 156 first place votes yeah (laughs) the nearest person the nearest team with the most first place votes after that was 16 (laughs) unanimous i mean it was uh you know, oh God! That's shout beautiful. out, shout out, Louisville. Um, the two seed. Oh, I'm sorry, the the number two team, uh, which would be another one seed here, is is your Georgetown Hoyas. Um, pour one out for Patrick Ewing, uh, but you did lead them to a one seed in the sicko 68 bracket. Put that on your resume. Yep. Hey, for next job. Speaking of somebody opting out of the NIT, but they will not be opting out. Of the Sicko 68, it is the North Carolina Tar Heels coming in as the third number one seed oh, in the bracket of the Sicko 68. <laughs> Amazing. Beautiful. Crazy. And then for the, the, the lowest one seed, we go out west to your Cow Bears, who just fired their coach. Coach was also out. fired. Yep. Yes. Mark Fox. <laughs> Amazing. I'm sensing a pattern here. So on the two line, let's go with the two seeds here. We have the number one two seed. You are Chicago State. I forgot their mascot. Cougars. Cougars. The The fucking Cougars. Which are apparently Panthers because words don't mean anything. Again, again, I I blanked on the mascot, which is great. It's fantastic. They were 8-0 at home. Yeah, they were. What a fortress. Yeah, they were. Uh, the the next two seed was is your defending champions of the sickos bracket. It's the IUPUI Jaguars. Fantastic. Our Hoosier makers. The Hoosier makers, Jaguars, Hoosier makers, whatever. Uh, then we go to the Big Ten for the second. Uh, I'm sorry, the third ranked two seed. Your Minnesota Golden Gophers fall in there. Uh, and then somebody who made an, an improbable run, rounding out the two seeds in the Big Ten tourney. It's the Ohio State Buckeyes. Yeah. Yeah, Buckeyes. Let's go. It's something I've said many times in my life. Yeah, Buckeyes. <laughs> That's right. Let's go, Buckeyes. I'm absolutely amazing. I've absolutely said that dozens of times in my life. Clip that audio. <laughs> yeah, Buckeyes. All right. The I love first me, Buckeyes. Three <laughs> Definitely. So let's go with the three seeds. The three seeds we have Nebraska ball. Yeah. Which 
did did not make the NIT at all, but they made our poll. Bubba, Bubba, Nebraska. Are they going to the OPI? Right. No, nothing, right? Right, Andrew? No, they're nothing. not in. Was it Man, brilliant? CBI, yeah. brilliant year for basketball. Ah, oh. uh, the the next three seed are the Hartford Hawks. Their last year in Division One basketball, they made it as a three seed in our our tourney. Then after that is the Iowa Hawkeyes, a three seed. Which you know, again, they're they're up and down. So we look forward to them in the actual tourney and the sickos tourney, and then the rounding out the three seeds here. Um, we're gonna go with DePaul, the demons, the blue demons, right? Yes, the blue. Demons. And we're just gonna do the the four seeds. So we'll give you the top sixteen, and then we'll reveal the bracket later. Uh, the the number uh the four seed line here. Uh, the first one we have the Long Island Sharks coming in as the first four seed. Then we have the Cinderella story of last year and kind of a little bit of a Cinderella story this year, St. Peter's, the Peacocks, and then the final two four seeds. Wasn't their year. No, it wasn't their year. That didn't have the year. Did not. Uh, The Northwestern Wildcats and Florida State Seminoles round out the four seeds. So there's your top 16 teams. We'll reveal the rest of the brackets later on this week. And then from there, we'll definitely go ahead and, and do Twitter polls. And your votes will determine the next rounds. And we'll mirror the actual NCAA tournament. And we'll have the polls on the timeline. So don't be afraid to just vote and retweet and tell people to vote for this team because, you know, you said so. So we appreciate everybody submitting the ballots. This is always, I, you know, this is the fun part of the season for a lot of us. A lot of us are, I mean, I'll say a lot of us. I'll speak for myself. I am basketball adjacent at best. So this is when conference conference weekend, title, mm-hmm. you know, title week, it's all fun. But now sort of I, I pick up my ears up and I go, okay, well, these things are happening. Any other weird draws in the NCAA tournament or NIT or CBI that we're talking about? Um, I oh. just want to shout out the Radford men's basketball team, which is a team that exists and made the CBI. Mm-hmm. There we go. Go Radford. Pretty rad. Yeah. Context for those of you who may not be as familiar with Radford. It is a historically women's college. Mm -hmm. Do Mm -hmm. do you know the Radford mascot? I don't. Off the top of my head, I don't. Oh. Oh, you Highlanders. They're the Highlanders. I remember that it's red, but I. Wait, no. There's the one that that looks like the, the, the old Radford one that looks like Elmo. Like Elmo? That's the one I'm familiar with. Yeah. I'm not aware of this. Oh, my God. Yes. The CBI is also only available on Flow Hoops, so there goes that. I want to give a but shout I... out right now to um, one of the deans of Radford, who I know listens to Oh, this there you podcast. go. <laughs> hey, from There's the Radford shirt. It's there. I love it. Yes. It's Rowdy Red. Oh, yes. It's, oh, he's cute. Uh, he looks it's like Elmo. Elmo's yeah. Scottish cousin. Oh, it's hey, Elmo's guys. Scottish hey, guys, cousin. guys. One, more, one more in the Discord. There you go. In case you had any question about Rowdy Red credentials. Frank Beamer went to Radford. Oh, boy. Frank, Frank Beamer, Beamer went to Radford? Yeah, okay. they, they became co-ed in the 40s. Okay. <laughs> sure. Or, no. Merger dissolved in, they merged with Virginia Tech, then unmerged in 1964 and became co-ed in 1972. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Well, there Today you go. Learn. I feel... I feel like Rowdy Red and Big Red are sort of the combination of when people start to resemble their pets. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm so, so glad that, that Big Red had at least a moment where everyone was like, uh-oh, Big Red's coming for everyone this week. 
in the CUSA tournament. And we got to post pictures of Big Red, and it made me happy. And then the coach got fired. I wrote. Okay, everyone's. Uh, no, he left. Fired. He left due to person. No, no, he left due to personal reasons. Oh, personal reasons. Okay. To be with family. Um, is this where we have a eulogy about Syracuse's coach? A polite, no. calm eulogy where we talk about you know the things that he's I, done that are great. And <laughs> was this not that place? I thought I thought Pit Girl wanted to to say yeah, Jim Beheim retire, bitch. Yeah, Pinter Jim Beheim finally retired, bitch. Um, after getting caught taking <laughs> his nose on camera again while he was at Pit. <laughs> <laughs> What is the nose but a pit on your face, you know? <laughs> Honestly, though, it's like ser- brief serious moment. The fact that Syracuse was also like, hey, retire, bitch, is maybe the funniest part about all of this. Yeah. He said it's up to the university. They said, all right. Cool. All right. Done. <laughs> like two hours after yeah. they got eliminated by Wake Forest. Thank you, Wake Forest. Yeah, uh, no, he doesn't get a like Coach K. He just gets a cool get out. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised he didn't he get a whole like a whole retirement season, points. you know, the last lap. But I guess I I think the original intention was for next season to be the last lap, and then this season happened. This one, this one was fine. This is a good last. We just just go. Yeah, yeah. This this was definitely a check please <laughs> kind of moment. <laughs> so. Two more quick pieces of trivia about uh, our basketball poll that we just finished. Mm -hmm. Um, If you fill out the actual NCAA bracket that came out today using the results of our game, of our poll, higher ranked team wins, Mm -hmm. it is delightful chaos for one. And I'll get a graphic put together and we'll tweet this out at some point. But... Who is ready for an Iowa Northwestern Final Four matchup? Yes. I mean, oh my yes! sign us up. <laughs> I mean, the, the best, I never do the brackets. I always wanted to, I was thinking about doing one for the Sickos Committee. Like, hey, let's see if, every, if you can get every game wrong uh, and whoever has the worst score uh, and just do one of those groups on ESPN. I may wind up doing that anyway. Uh, you know, oh, it's, yeah. it's fun because then there's going to be this random 13 seed that just wrecks everything mm-hmm. for you. I <laughs> always do. I, I don't do serious brackets. I always do some kind of weird, like bad data science bracket where I pick an incredibly specific criteria and rank every team based on that. You know, two years ago, yeah. I did. Uh, I picked teams based on who had the shorter driving distance between their basketball stadium and the nearest boat ramp. Okay. It turned out to be an (laughs) awful predictor. I think I was 1.6th percentile nationally with that one. Um, Last year, I think I did something with university presidents and like longest tenured president or something like that. And it was incredibly boring. And like, I got like 20th percentile or something. I have not picked my criteria this year, but I'll be sure to fill you in when I do. Yeah, we will definitely be putting up an ESPN tournament challenge group for Sicko's committee. So keep an eye out okay, for that. Okay, we'll, we'll do it. I just want to just like, I don't, I want to see who can be correct the wrong, uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I can't even say that right. Who can be wrong, guess wrong the most. Yeah. I'll say that. I, uh, 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 t- t- my money's on Andrew Filippone, but that joke is for no one. <laughs> That joke is for Beth. Um, I don't know if you guys ever did this. Like, I have a friend of mine who who did a the whole 
like they have like actually one of those like plaques in their house where you get the little metal shields where like oh each year someone else wins and so they have the little thing engraved they put the little metal thing on the plaque mm-hmm. and uh their cat plays in this yes and, and the cat's rules are that they always pick cats over non-cats there's like rules for how the cat picks the cat has won like three four years because kentucky wins <laughs> the cat wins <laughs> So Magnificent. Be, my wife is talking about like, maybe we should do one for, you know, our dog, or maybe like we pick like humans over non-humans or just trying to find a, a, a way to pick this as an abstract. How do you pick the, I, I, uh, I, I, the Furman Virginia horse troop matchup then? Right. That's, yeah, that's a tough Ca- one. Cavaliers versus paladins. What are you oh, going that's, that's with? <laughs> I, I think you have to go with the most righteous ones, which I feel like are paladins. <laughs> The Cavaliers are pretty cool. I don't know. Picking by most, or picking by like mascots, most appropriate D and D class. Obvious answer is Paladins. <laughs> uh, by pure Age of Empires two rules, Paladins are an upgrade to Cavaliers. So <laughs> there you go. That's you know, that's I'm, a shout I'm out gonna, for all of you early night early two thousands Windows PC <laughs> gamers out there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I hate paladins uh, with a passion. I'll just say that just from the the days after Hurricane Katrina where I, I played World of Warcraft, I cannot stand paladins, period. <laughs> I hate uh, them so much. I, I was so close to asking you if you played WoW at release because that makes so much I sense. I cannot stand paladins. Oh. Yes, yeah, same. Bubble Hearth is Bubble the worst. <laughs> oh, God, I hate them. Uh, I was... I was yeah, I, I don't want to go into this. We, we can discuss this later. Later, guys. I really want to hear about Kamish's like, I had to get out of New Orleans and Katrina, so I got and so I got to San Antonio and then started playing WoW. I want to hear about no, that was... in your life real fast. How did we end yeah, up in the same bitch as the full cast did talking about 9-11? <laughs> and video oh games on 9-11. Oh, God. <laughs> same ditch, different day. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's let's steer out of this. All right, uh, and, uh, to to jerk <laughs> us back onto the road here, there was back onto one... the island. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> there was it's one a... team that made the NCAA field of 68 that did not receive a single vote in our poll. Would anyone like to try to guess what that team is? Wow! So one team that made the field of 68 it, in in real life, not not Princeton? sicko's life. Yes. Princeton? Is it? Yeah, is it, yeah, it is Princeton not Princeton. No. Oh, it's oh. not Princeton. Okay. No. <laughs> he said yes when he he thought it was yes. Is it? I was is I was Vermont? answering Kamish. Sorry. Vermont. No, Vermont had some votes. I don't know. Ooh, Southeast Missouri State. Let's do it. Simo. Simo. No. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. I think we're out of guess. Yeah, who was it? UC Baylor. Santa Barbara? Baylor. Huh. huh. Baylor. Huh. A three seed? No votes. All right. Yeah. We might need a recap. You, you, all, you all went too small, and our, our voters really do hit the small schools. Um, they do hit them. Arizona received exactly one point in our poll. They were very close to not, but somebody <laughs> gave them a 10th place. There you go. Um. Yeah. I. You know, had Amazing. to tally all that up when I was making the Sicko's NCAA bracket and was surprised with that. I believe we had, I 
have a metric in here. Let me take a quick look. 83% of all D1 schools received at least one vote in our poll. Bravo. Got there were only job. 59 Thank schools you. that didn't. So bravo to all well, of our voters for spreading the love and getting everybody in here and really yeah. making it a race. We that, asked for variety. Uh, and boy, we got it. So, yeah, we really uh, making it a race below Louisville, obviously, but <laughs> yeah, the rest yeah, of it was Louis- fun. Louisville ran away with it, which... Um, I'm surprised they weren't number one in the original poll. Yeah, but... they almost went wire to wire, but IUPUI edged them out in our preseason poll. <laughs> Louisville is just the Iowa of our <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we'll figure out who actually wins our poll in the end when we do all our voting. Because that'll be our big, that'll, we'll mm-hmm. announce that the day of the, con- of the final. We'll do those polls at the same time. And we'll do a nice little charity drive for our, whoever our winners are. Kamish, it's time for our semi-reoccurring series, 39-part series. The best season yes, of all times is... for teams who are below 500 all time. Bisto Fatwa Fabwa 500 at. That's right. I... I think Jordan has a virus. <laughs> glitched out momentarily. Are you okay, buddy? Did your camera work? Did your mic go in and out? So, yes, it's, the, it's part two of our 39-part recurring series. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the best season of all time for teams who are below 500 all time. Gotta workshop this. Um, We've gotta work in some music there. Take the name. Perfect the abbreviation. Title. The abbreviation is B S O A A T F T W A B 580. I already said that. Why the fuck it. are you repeating me? I, I want to say it too, man. It's fun. My face hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say it too. That's all I, I wanted to say it too. I'm just going to say that. I, I, I came up with the abbreviation. I, I wanted to, I, I'm sorry, the acronym. Okay. I wanted to say that. So so I didn't put in a theme song last time, <laughs> but I, I kind of recorded one. And I was like, I don't like the audio. But it was like, this is the theme song for our recurring series of the best seasons of all time. For teams are below 500 all time. It was like that. I had a little get back behind it too. It was great. Uh, it was good. I mean, I really appreciate you throwing in the the magic song in there. So, uh, oh, that was fabulous. That was excellent. To, that I was really like that. I really i i listened to that song at least like ten to twelve times that day. It's such a dad uh, rock song. It's such a fucking dad it rock is, song. It is. It is. It is. It is yacht rock, and it, it popped in my head when I and I saw Magic in the Desert. Uh, it was kind of a bop. It, that song. It, no, really it, I mean. Get it, get him up the charts there. It, it, the, the funny part about that band, America, is they're from the UK. Uh, but <laughs> I, I, I believe that's what one of my friends told me. So I didn't look up to verify, but I want to believe it, and I'm not going to look it up. American British confirmed. Okay, confirmed. Done. All right. So let's go to our recurring series. Uh, we're going to be talking about the 1945 Indiana Hoosiers. Now, uh, Indiana is 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 known for the being the first team all time uh, to lose 700 games in a season, which we we had some counting issues with that earlier this year. But we we, we definitely verified that by the end of the season that they've lost 700 times. Uh, people, this season in Indiana's history, how hard it is to count. Yes. like like that, like like 700 year, like 700 games. That's centuries worth of games where people like didn't keep records. It's hard, guys. It, it's 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 difficult. Um, this one was this this season was 
I was trying to find another season where they had a book to go along with it. Yeah. Because it's like one of these. And then I found this book uh, for the 1945 uh, Indiana team. The name of the book is called Hoosier Autumn, the remarkable story of the Indiana of Indiana University's 1945 football championship team. And I I realized that this is the the only time that Indiana's ever won the Big Ten outright. Really? Yes. Poor Indiana. Yep. They've won it twice, but this one is the only one outright. Okay. Uh, When uh, thinking about the song, the the song, The Autumn Wind, like from like the old NFL films, like The Autumn Wind is a Raider. You know, like I was like, maybe the autumn wind is a Hoosier, but um, that that popped in my head. This this team was very weird, and it was at the end of World War II, so there was some strangeness with like rosters going on. It's very 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 weird circumstances. Also, there's some crazy Big Ten rules that came into play here that kind of deprived Indiana of like some higher accolades possibly uh to go along with their season now their season they finished 9 0 and 1 in this in this case they didn't get to go to a bowl game because after ohio state's appearance in the 1920 season's rose bowl they lost 28 nothing to cal i'm I'm slight dig at ohio state there uh the big 10 conference presidents which they were known as the big nine back then uh the conference presidents voted to prohibit bowl appearances league-wide because the Big Ten wanted to focus on academics, so and they never played yep. in the and they again. never did the it again because they were and just about so academics. They were just about academics. Mm-hmm. Somebody in our replies when I, I mentioned this, they said that the Big Ten is in between the Ivy League and the SEC, and they can never make up their mind. And I was like, this makes all all the sense in the world about the Big Ten. The Big Ten, it's very apt to what somebody said. I, I couldn't find it in the replies to the the Sick House Committee account. So if you ever have that reply and you listen to this podcast, I'm giving you all the credit, even though I can't remember your name. Um, <laughs> so from 1922 to 1945, the Big Ten did not allow any bowl games. So you couldn't go to any bowl games at all. 1945 is when this Indiana Hoosiers team happened. So they should have had a Rose Bowl. They've only had one Rose Bowl. Yes. So the Big Ten owes them a Rose Bowl. That should have been, been 2020. Yeah. yeah, they should have put him in the playoff. They, they owed this to Indiana, and they didn't do that. They put in Ohio State. So I think I think it's only fair that Indiana can collect this at Seriously. any time. So at any point, like Indiana could be like, I'm sorry, Northwestern. I know you're super excited that you finally made another Rose Bowl, but well. It's like a Monopoly card. Like, it's like a Monopoly card. It's like, you know. If I'm Indiana, I say yeah. this so I can yoink it from Purdue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's exactly the answer. A thousand percent. Just. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. I didn't realize it until this year, but man, Purdue hates Indiana so much. Oh, no. That, it's like basketball that becomes much more like salient. But even in the football oh. side, they really don't like each other. What is that? I was is at the Big Ten football championship game, and the uh, the kickoff thing is they just go, "Ah, you sucks!" every time. What is Doesn't the matter who what is playing. the Purdue Indiana trophy? Is that the bucket? The, bucket? the old oaken. The bucket. old oaken bucket. Yes. Oh, that, that's, that's the, the song. The song yeah. I found. That's right. The song we found. Yeah. Was it the song or was yeah. it a poem? Or... <laughs> it, was, it was a poem. It was like a poem it was or a harmony song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
there were multiple poems as it turned out hey it's fine i know people who every single time we sing the national anthem at west virginia scream beat the hell out of pit the bridge for pit <laughs> fight song used to contain a whole chant and spelling about penn state uh but the current band director at pit is unfortunately a penn state penn state alum and he hates fun i love so, maybe i'll do that as a Substack post i love fight songs that include lyrics about other schools because that, like, that's really the hate. That's the hate. They hate him so much and put him in a song. Right. A&M has that. A&M has, has uh, the Aggie Warham has Texas, like, specifically in it. I mean. But they weren't rivals. No, they're not rivals. And, and they don't chant Psalm off and, and sway side to side in their stadium ever. Never do that. What was the, the original Spider-Man movie? What was it? Who, who am I? Bonesaw. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> yes, Bonesaw. Okay, whatever. Wait, which, switched... How many Spider-Man was that ago? <laughs> like 900 Spider-Man I've ago? switched to drinking straight Fernet. So this is... Oh, God, why are you oh, doing that? that? I was hoping that was <laughs> water. Do that? You can drink straight Fernet. What is Fernet? It's like, it's... An Amaro? Bronca. Let's check it out. Hold yeah, on. it's it is an Amaro. It's sort of anise like, anise toothpaste. Like, I would not drink that straight. Why are you drinking that straight? <laughs> Insert Jeff Goldblum would, could, should gif here. <laughs> Fernet and Coke apparently is a very common thing, like among like certain South American folks, like Paraguay, Uruguay, things like that. They drink Fernet and Coke, which I can, I can get. This is really good. This would be good for Coke. Yeah, we have Fernet here. I think we tried that. I did not like it. Jordan is in the Appalachians, and this is yes. what we're doing. <laughs> Don't look so crazy. I went to hipster bars all day in Asheville. I had what was what was what was so good? What I had it was so good. Was, he like walked away and just asked. Like, <laughs> sarsaparilla. It was it had, like sarsaparilla and shit. It was delicious. Beth is so disappointed right now. <laughs> I just. Uh... I did see the Moog, the Moog Museum. Come on, just. Just put some 151 in cheer wine like a normal I've had, person. I've had, I've had two cheer wine and bourbon. Blur, bourbon slush. Bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's it. You nailed it. Okay. Got it in one. We're calling this episode cheer wine and bourbon. Okay. Bourbon. Yes. Yep. Perfect. Okay, you said Iowa. Uh, Iowa. Well, I was going to say, Jordan, where are, the, where are Iowa you from? Guys, I'm trying so hard. Keep going. You're gonna to have to edit this later, so you can no, cut this if you want to. That's the thing right. I realized that yeah. because, because I have to edit, whatever I'm doing is just to myself, and that's fine. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> perfect. So uh, again, we're gonna say that the Big Ten owes Indiana um, a Rose Bowl cash in to the Rose Bowl at any time. They owe them this. They owe them this card. Mm-hmm. They owe. The Big Ten owes them this, and Indiana needs to cash it in whenever Purdue goes to another, um, you know, Rose Bowl, which may not happen for a while. But uh, who knows? So you know, they they missed the Drew Brees opportunity, so they maybe have to wait a while. But Indiana, you should have Rose Bowl get into the Rose Bowl free card. I'll put it that way. No matter what, um, the coach of the Indiana Hoosiers in nineteen forty five. His name was Bo McMillan. He it was his twelfth season as a coach for Indiana. His twelfth season. So just like his record, he got hired at Indiana in nineteen thirty four. 
And so, like, these are his records before he reaches the peak of 9-0-1 with Indiana. He was 3-3-2, and 4-3-1, 5-2-1, 5-3, 1-6-1, 2-4-2, 3-5, 2-6, 7-3, 4-4-2, 7-3, and then he hits the 9-0-1. I, I just can't believe that they would give somebody a 12-year leash like this. Uh, he did stay at Indiana for two more years. He finished six and three, five, three, and one. And then he went to be the Detroit Lions head coach. The head coach of the Lions. The Detroit Lions. Oh my God. Wow, you want to talk about the Great Depression. Oh my God. This guy really loved cursed football. <laughs> like, look at his Wikipedia page. It's and great. He's gonna it's be so like, good. It's it's amazing, this dude. Uh, he did pass away when he was fifty two, and I'm sorry, with fifty seven in nineteen fifty two. But like, he was the coach in Centenary in in Shreveport, starting off. Oh my God, his name! I love his name. Alvin Bo Nugent McMillan. Bo McMillan. Damn. Yes. Oh, he had to. Hi- yes. He had to retire because he had stomach cancer. Poor guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awful. It's very sad. Uh, yeah, he also uh, was the away. center for the. No, no, sorry. He was quarterback for the center, quote-unquote, praying colonels. Mm-hmm. He played quarterback for the center colonels, um, the Milwaukee Badgers, the Cleveland, Cleveland Indians football team. <laughs> Not to be confused with the Cleveland Indians NFL franchise. There was two different ones. Very weird. And he was a quarterback. Then after that, um, he was the, the coach of Centenary, uh, Geneva, which is, is the Geneva Golden Tornadoes in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yep. Right? Then nice. he went to... That was my second choice. All right. You could have been a Golden Tornado bat. I could have. Yeah, they had this whole rule about, like, open doors and everybody having their feet on the floor that I was just like, you know, <laughs> I could go elsewhere. Yeah. I need to know more about this rule here. What? Uh, is this... This is not an yeah. uncommon thing at, at Christian schools. No, it's Oh, it's a Christian school. Okay, not. never mind. All right, we're yeah. good. Um, then after that, uh, K-State, then to Indiana, then to the Detroit Lions for a few years, and then the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, he was the AD of Indiana after the 1945 season. He was also the head coach of the Lions and the GM. Um, he was also a college basketball coach, but not college baseball. Uh, he was the uh, triple basketball threat. coach. Wasn't a triple threat like the previous coach they had for New Mexico State. Just a double threat along with the AD. Um, he is in the College Football Hall of Fame. Uh, he won Coach of Year in 1945. As a player, he was a three-time All-American uh, for center. Our century. Please, please read the first paragraph under Center College on his Wikipedia page. All right. Because it's a journey. All right, let's, let's do it here. So, McMillan began his collegiate career at Center College in Kentucky. McMillan was a poor student who supported himself by gambling, and he liked to play football. McMillan failed all his courses during his senior year and eventually received his his AB degree, his Bachelor of Arts degree, from Center in 1937 with credit for military service and courses after he left the college. According to McMillan, he he initially left Center Thirty-five hundred dollars in debt. Salute! Oh my God! I mean, Imagine having up. student debt in nineteen thirty-seven. 
Also, I don't, I don't want to be picky here, but an AB is not a Bachelor of Arts. It's an artist baccalaurea, baccalaureate in Latin. It's a different degree that some is. I'm just want, I just want to share that with you guys. Can we kick him from the call? It's a like very different animal degree that some energy. people, some people have. It's, it's. Okay. I just love the fact that he finally graduated while he was already coaching the. Hoosiers. That's right. He got his degree while coaching Indiana. Okay, yep. 1937. Um, what was Indiana's record in 1937? Also, can we Where? talk about how $3,500 in 1937 money is $72,000 today? This guy is the original like student debt crisis poster. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How close is Center, Co is Center College to Churchill Downs? Because I have some questions. It is Kentucky, and he did like to gamble. Oh, wait. oh, you're in Danville, man. Okay, where's Danville? Danville to oh, Churchill Downs. I'm going to bet that. Oh, let's do it. 1937, say... Indiana was five and three. Yeah, so he managed five and three at Indiana while going to school. <laughs> uh, Want to shout out to that year of Indiana's uh, schedule. They win at Michigan, tie at Northwestern, win at Illinois, Beat Nebraska at home, at Iowa win, oh. at number 14, Tulsa win. Go figure. Uh, Cornell. What was, it? what was the score for that game? That was Give us the score. Two. That was 7 to 7 2. 7 they 2. They beat Iowa 52 to 20. And then those same people showed up at a game that saw a score of 7 to fucking 2 because this sport was stupid for so long. <laughs> Then Cornell of Iowa, which I've never heard of before. Shout out to the fighting, hold up. The fighting Rams of the D3 Midwest Conference now. Then we have a win over number 20, Minnesota. A win at Pitt. And a, and a win against number 18, Purdue, to finish the season. So they go, they go what was that? 9-0-1. Oh, yeah, so they, they shut out Purdue in the old Oaken Bucket. 9-0-1-1. They finally got ranked after beating Illinois. Uh, there was some crazy stuff in the beginning of the year, uh, which, again, 1945, think about the end of World War II. The, the strange stuff about, uh, about this here, uh, the captain of the team, his, his name is Russell, nicknamed Mutt Deal. So his name, Mutt Deal. <laughs> All right, that's right. Um, he was he was fighting in World War II from 1943, and he was discharged in August of 1945. So at the end of August, essentially, he returned to the team, and three weeks later, he's playing Michigan on September 22nd. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. King. <laughs> Truly the, the greatest, greatest generation. generation. <laughs> Truly the greatest generation. Let's, let's use the Tom Brokaw voice here. Uh, the greatest generation. I want to shout out... Uh, Ted Kluzowski, Kluzowski, Theodore Bernard yes. Kluzowski, also known as Big Clue. Not real. He was part of that Indiana team, but more known for his baseball acumen. Uh, he played for the Reds, Pirates, White Sox, and Angels up to '61, and was also the coach of the Angel of the Reds for about eight years in the '70s. He was known as Big Clue due to his bulging biceps and mammoth home run. Bring back nicknames, <laughs> yeah. please. Seriously, I, please. I mean, we have some. Big clues. We, we need more. 
Like I think everybody yeah. needs a nickname. Yeah. We need we need like like Chris Berman to like give everybody a nickname again, but like you know, not Chris Berman, somebody else. <laughs> everybody will be back. Don't, back, don't back, make back, that... back, 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 back. Don't don't make us start nicknaming you. It won't end well. <laughs> I seriously think that if we There'll gave be after obscure geographic features in Malta or something. If, if we if we watched some NAIA or D three football next season and we watched a team and we posted an article that was like they fought as fierce as a bucket of hornets, like they would be the hornets next season. If I've learned anything that's that what, in the last hundred years of sports media, it's that if you gave a team a nickname, they would usually take it. They they yep. fought like this, and then okay, well that's what we call ourselves now. Thank you, newspaper person. They fought like uh, four pounds of frogs. Yeah. Oh, uh, they I learned like the... a sea anemone in a blender. <laughs> I looked up why they're the boilermakers at Purdue, and it's because they were accused of taking players that were in boiler shops. So they said, "All right, I guess we're the boilermakers." <laughs> And then people started dropping shots of whiskey into beer, and the rest is history. Um, this is history. One, one, one player I want to really mention uh, for this Indiana team. They were led by running back George Taliaferro. Um, he was a professional football player. He was the first African American drafted by the NFL. Uh, so somebody in the NFL. He was the first African American drafted in the NFL. He was a running back leading the way. Uh, for Indiana. Also, they had another uh, fantastic, uh, like, fullback. Uh, I'm sorry. His name is Pete Files, which uh, that's Pete, P-I-H-O-S. Um, he was a, an end and a fullback for Indiana. He went on to be in the College Football Hall of Fame along with the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And then he was in the military, too, which he came back basically kind of the same time uh, that Mutt Deal came back mm-hmm. from the war. Um, like, it's, it's amazing uh, with the coach, like, you know, they, they get these people coming back because, I mean, the season started in 45. If you think about it, World War II, uh, Victory Europe Day was May 8th, 1945. I, I don't I don't know May 8th for any reason in particular other than it's my birthday. But, uh, <laughs> you know, again – you know, and then the end that he's a he's a he's a VE day baby. Just so we're clear. That's right. Sure, I'm that old. I was born in 1945. 46. But, uh, born in 46, by the way. Yeah, sure. 46. Perfect. Yeah, done. Um, no, it doesn't work. No, right. Right. The math doesn't work. Never mind. Dude, whatever. It doesn't work. It's 12, 12 months. <laughs> shh, 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 shh. Okay, we're, we're, we're quiet. I, I I've been sidetracked. So this this podcast is going fantastic. Um, he did finish eight in voting for the Heisman Trophy. Um, it, it was amazing. He carried the ball 92 times uh, for, for 410 yards and seven touchdowns. And he was the first team All-American. Also, he ranked second lieutenant in the Army at the same time. So his years of service were from 1944 to 1946. So technically, he was still in the service while he was playing for Indiana. He was on leave for 60 days and allowed to play for Indiana. So just... Uh, he was awarded the Bronze Star and the Silver Star for bravery. Uh, I don't know if it was, you know, he was granted a furlough to return to Indiana to play for the 1945 season, which is, it's absolutely amazing. And it's like, hey, um, you know, hey, we'll give you like a 60-month break. Go play some college football. But you're still technically indebted to the, the, the United States Army. 
go play for Indiana and, and lead them on this magical 9-0-1 season. Which... I just like picturing the head coach like staring sadly out the window, like, when will my starting running back return from the war? We award you a bronze star, a silver star, and not a rose bowl. <laughs> That's no, just rude. A bronze star, a silver star, and an old oaken bucket. That he got the bucket though. Uh, the old oaken bucket is very uh, important. So Indiana, which they started the season unranked, they were seven and three the year before. They finished the season ranked fourth. Um, the national champion that year was actually Army. Unbelievably, yeah, I got uh, that. Yeah, yeah. So Army was number one, and Navy was number two at the time. And Army beat Navy. Navy finished three. Uh, Army finished number one. And Indiana was was slotted behind them, and uh, in, in, in number two, I believe. Um, I can't remember who was slotted in that two. Scrolling down real quick, it was Alabama. Um, huh. So Alabama was number two yeah. uh, at the time. So I mean, amazing. Just think about that Army Navy game that we see every year, but that was actually for the national championship. Yeah. I love to imagine that that is because, like, as they were arranging furloughs for players who were like, please let me come back and play football. They're like, sure, you don't have to go stormy with Jima. You can come back and play football. Who are you going to play football for? <laughs> Army or Navy. That's right. I'm going to come back no, and play Indiana. football for Indiana. Okay, you're, you're clearly mentally, there are mental problems here. So clearly we're just going to, you know, let you go do that. You go do that. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to read the top twenty of the nineteen forty-five year. Yeah, go for just, it. Just, just set that. Set Please the do. So Army is number one. You already know that. Alabama number two. They moved to number two after Army beat Navy. Um, Navy number three. The magical season of the Hoosier autumn. Number four. Oklahoma State number five. Do you want to know what conference Oklahoma? They were in the Missouri Valley Conference. <laughs> the team that indiana beat before this at the beginning of the season was number six michigan uh saint mary's of california was number seven wow yeah. they no longer have football they no longer have football the penn quakers were hey. number eight notre dame was number nine the Texas Longhorns, not the Texas Froghorns, the Texas Longhorns were number 10. Uh, USC, number 11. Ohio State, 12. Duke, 13. The Tennessee Volunteers, 14. The LSU Fighting Tigers, 15th. The Holy Cross Crusaders, 16th. <laughs> yeah, <Yes>. that league. <laughs> I mean, uh, they were independent at the time. The Tulsa yeah. Golden Hurricane, 17th. The Georgia Bulldogs, wow. 18th. Wake Forest, 19th, and since they only did top 20 teams, Columbia, the Lions. The Lions. Roar, Lions, roar, baby. Roar, Lions, roar. Uh, so that that was the incredible story of the Indiana 1945 team. Um, I, I, you know, I know we're not, like, partnered with Homefield or anything of that nature, uh, like podcast or advertising-wise, but – I looked at them because they're notorious Indiana fans, and they don't have any 1945 Indiana gear. Drop them. So drop I'm them like, what, what, what's going on, Homefield? I mean, you're supposed to be big Hoosier fans. You have, like, the Rose Bowl season when they went 5-3-1, and one, you know, sure, in, in, like, 1967 because 
that was their first bowl game. Like, wow. Indiana didn't go to a bowl game in 1967, which they were owed one here. Wow. Still, I'm still upset mm-hmm. about this. This is some bullshit, <laughs> Big Ted. Well, but they are owed one here. Thank you, Kamish, for letting us know about Indiana. Uh, anyone else have anything else for the good of the group? Anything you want to speak on your hearts? Well, I'll see you oh, guys did we back see on the, Tuesday. Uh, Sacramento State. Good. Did we see the Sacramento State thing? No, I didn't see the Sacramento State thing. Yeah, like the, during the women's selection show, they were showing like the cut-ins mm-hmm. to all the teams, and for some reason, someone on Sacramento State had a camcorder, like it was 1992. It was amazing. Ooh. <laughs> Like a shoulder mount one? Shooting home. Yeah, shooting home video, like like the handheld one. The dream of the 90s is alive great. in Sacramento. It's not Portland anymore. That surprised me. <laughs> Actually, I won't lie. After having been in Asheville for a bit, I'm pretty sure the dream of the 90s is alive in Asheville really well. <laughs> yes. Very much so. I mean, Asheville did make the tournament after we randomly beveled there. Their bulldog or whatever, like in February, they made the tournament. It was insane. Well, folks, the magic touch. I think that's it for tonight. Thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight. And uh, we will see you on Tuesday to talk about the tournament going forward and whatever else we got. Have a good one.